Hi there, this is Dr. Daniel Williams from the PTSD Academy podcast. And I wanted to talk about surviving the end game uh, with so much controversy in the air and so much uh, health and disease being spread. You know, we're not focusing on things that are going to get us better as a society. It seems to be deteriorating. I want to try to give you some tips on this unclear channel, uh, you know, so that you can go into your preparatory stage, whether you're going to, you know, prep some water or food so that you have that on hand. Hopefully you're starting to grow some groceries and get a hold of seed stock. Um, There tends to be large movements uh, to control food and water supplies. There's documentaries about this stuff that's been around on places like YouTube, Netflix, and Amazon Prime Video for a while, but it appears that uh, 2020 and 2019 were the time to execute an endgame strategy. It reminds me of the Marvel movies about the endgame. It sounds pretty awful, and it's definitely got my old religious upbringing hairs on the back of my neck standing up and I wrote a book I never published back then, a couple of them, on my, just my research into religion and comparative religions, and I still have all those notes. I'm that much of a nerd. So if that's interesting to you, I could, I could give that to you if you're interested. So let's get to the topic here. Uh, a lot of times you'll see me divide mental health and PTSD recovery into physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional things that you can do for yourself. The reason I didn't speak with a triad like body, mind, spirit is because my focus is really on practical things that you can do. And because I've spent a little time um, poor and homeless when I was a teenager and and went through some other struggles in life as well, uh, because I'm connected, I feel like, to the struggling person that's listening to me right now, I've been in some of those shoes, you know, and the focus is on what practically can you do? And the good news is I really want to encourage you. I suspect that you have done good things before, that even if you grew up with abuse, there were some times that were fun and some things that you did that were good. Like children seem so resilient, right? And so people think child abuse doesn't matter because the kid just keeps playing and laughing and going on about it. So no one ever talks about it. Uh, there's a two-sided coin. Of course, it's not dealt with. But there are also good times being had. And that's what I want to bring to your attention is what productively could you do that maybe you've already done before that's relatively easy that would help you integrate physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional activities, particularly if you could do them all at the same time. Like my favorite examples are taking a veteran fishing. You know, going outdoors and doing something physical like fishing is good for your health as well, especially if you have to walk, you know, you have to get the gear together. You know, it's mental because you have to take the time for yourself. You have to deem that as as important uh, to clear your schedule to do something for somebody else. So there's a sense of purpose. There's the spiritual side, you know, and you'll feel better emotionally over it. And you don't have to talk about all your feelings when you're on a fishing trip. But having the availability of someone in your life that you can give a full, authentic connection to, Brene Brown style, Uh, That's what you need. Whether or not you use it or not doesn't matter in the moment that you need three people on the earth is your responsibility. So that's the background I come to you with. So under physical health, I've got a plant-based diet, unprocessed foods, medical grade foot bath for detox, 
and follow a detox protocol of your choice. I have one in my notes. That's another thing. If you'll contact me, I could share that with you. Um, what I do personally when I want to do a detox. It's very simple, but usually involves um, fasting from unhealthy processed foods, you know, that are causing my disease in the first place, as well as a lot of hydration. I usually do smoothies and a probiotic. That's about it. Oh, a medical grade foot detox. Uh, we have the machine. You can get them done at a clinic. You could also do other forms of sweating out the tiny, um, you know, heavy metals and trace minerals that aren't good for you. The toxins, the sludge that sits around in your lymph fluid, that 1% that escapes the cardiovascular system, and if you never get out of your chair, begins to uh, coalesce, <laughs> let's call it. All right, so mental health care equals self-care. That's how I define it. The brain, your brain, ought to be about the business of taking care of the rest of the body just like you would expect the organs to do. If your brain is not trying to take care of yourself and said knowingly, uh, out of omission or commission, doing something harmful to the body, then you have a mental health problem because your mind's not taking care of your body. And there are reasons for that. They usually involve emotional shame, spirit of destruction from trauma, you know, trapped emotions in the body, the kind of stuff that I do and teach and heal on a regular basis. You know, uh, I define heal very loosely because there is a permanent nature to spiritual and energetic wounds and body memories. There is a permanent nature. But there is also the very great potential to rewire your brain and re-experience things differently. And I want to expose you to so many different ways that you could possibly do that, that you would take on the mantle. Even if you're unmotivated because you tried so many things before that didn't work. If you would say, oh, I didn't think of it that way before, I'm going to try it. If it works for you, please give me a feedback uh, everywhere you can find me on social media. Emotional health is all about authentic vulnerability. And I recommend Brene Brown's books. She also has a recent uh, DVD program called it's something along the lines of um, authentically connecting with your children, you know, raising children from difficult places. It's a parenting DVD, but it's about a shame-free household, a guilt-based home rather than a shame-based home. Totally different and totally worthwhile. Simple, so simple that I incorporate those principles into my programs too, such as no name calling whatsoever, because that's war footing. You know, that's shaming someone and calling them a name is to objectify them as something other than human, something very different than yourself, something that you're going to take the next steps to being willing to kill one day. Just don't do name calling. Just stop and, and, and analyze the underlying reasons why, and you'll prevent a lot of problems. Okay, I recommend you have three people on the planet that you can open up to authentically, whether you do on a regular basis or not, doesn't matter. So if you read a Brene Brown book or listen to this and you get inspired, here's what I want you to do. Take a deep breath, calm, relax your mind. And when this podcast is over, just think, who are three people in my life that I felt like I opened up to? And if you don't know, there are clues. Some of the clues would be, that you started talking to someone and you wound up telling them way more than you ever intended to. And you just felt comfortable to do it. The reason you felt comfortable is because they were not judging you. And we're so used to the judgment. We're so used to violence and trauma in our entertainment and in our news and in our world that we think that that's all there is. And 
we never give our parasympathetic system, our vagal nerve, a shot to decompress and balance us. And we're sold this victim mentality. That these are This is what you have to fear. And there's nothing you can do about it. And it's all wrong. You would be better to cut off all ties to decent research. I would point you to the Solari uh, report by Catherine Austin Fitz. She has a Solari store, but Solari is a is a really neat uh, website. And they are at solari.com, S-O-L-A-R-I. She talks about the globalists' pandemic view on the, the plan for the finances and a one-world government, one financial system, and all that. <clears throat> She's an outspoken critic of the banking system that's behind all of this and is recently featured in a documentary called Planet Lockdown. I point you to that. The fourth category of health is the spiritual category. As I always say, under the spiritual category in my research of PTSD, uh, you know, I had it when I was a kid, and I started studying as early in medical school as about 2003, 2004. So I've been looking at PTSD for a little while and survived some of it and had nightmare disorder right before my deployment during the height of the pandemic lockdown at the end of 2020. But besides that, what do I know, right? <laughs> so spiritual health includes not just faith, but uh, which is, is sorely uh, underrated. Um, people need to get back to their faith and wake up. The church has definitely been asleep and the enemy came while like a thief in the night, <clears throat> you know? But faith is one piece, but more important, especially in the field of mental health, is purpose. There's a lot of therapy and articles on purpose and man's search for meaning I've mentioned before in previous podcasts, as well as energy release modalities. So the three work together under spiritual because you can't touch them. You know, they're not physical and material things like a protein shake or an apple or weights that you're lifting, something like that. You know, that's physical. I mean, I'm very simple. I'm not trying to overcomplicate this. So that's my view. So if you take on the full view that we are eternal and that we're a spiritual being having a human experience, science has now proven it now. And so you wonder why there's such a push to go back to the dark ages because um, so many patents and and advances and discoveries in nature prove that we're not just by random chance and we're connected by quantum physics to everything in the universe and matter. And that sounds crazy, but consider there's about three times or no, it's 30% more electromagnetic energy comes off the fingertips of trained Reiki masters <clears throat> compared to uh, introductory uh, so-called hands-on healers. It, you know, telepathy is measurable now and there's some documentaries you need to watch if you think I'm crazy. Just go to ptsdacademy.com, and on the right side, I'm going to have a reading list and documentary list and that sort of thing for my favorite ones. I'll put them in the order that I learned them. So if you you know, are, know some of the topics already, start at the bottom of my list. <laughs> Get an advanced one. But there's some great ideas in there and books that are ground-shaking. There's no need to study like chemistry anymore you know there's been a push to suppress patents and keep telepathy research uh, to 
you know, minimizing the public eye. In other words, make people sound stupid that talk about electromagnetic waves as having any kind of control. Meanwhile, weapons are being formed against us that involve this very technology and it's being used by multiple people uh, that are against the free world and uh, even black magic and witchcraft and spells and CIA work that, you know, the CIA accepted telepathy as common knowledge in 1995 and has been doing torture research as we find out and is involved with what? I can't even tell you the, the conspiracies, right? I'm just telling you that a certain amount of this has leaked to the public enough to connect the dots for yourself. Uh, energy research and energy medicine is very controversial by design. Um, it's actually the most scientific thing you will find. The data has shown this stuff and people are unwilling or f afraid to come out of the closet. And if you think of just doctor quacks that don't know what they're talking about, try Bruce Lipton. He is the doctor that discovered stem cells in 1965, I, I believe it is, or 67. And he spends his life now saying, hey, it's not the DNA that controls the body. It's the environment and the electromagnetic waves controlled by, from your mind and from your environment around you. And the environment around you can be manipulated by injectable devices and electromagnetic waves. Um, it makes me wonder why China wants everyone's cell phone charged so highly. These phones put out electromagnetic waves. And now you're showing me DOD research, you know. That, that puts all this stuff together, it's kind of scary what's developing. The Brave New World is, is very scary. I remember reading Aldous Huxley's book back in college. So if you don't believe that we're eternal, um, you might believe that, that the energy modalities might have some validity. If you think just Reiki is stupid, which is energy healing, hands-on healing, or even hands-off healing, they can do long-distance Reiki. You can get a Reiki appointment across the country or across the world um, and don't even have to be on Zoom and that person can heal you. And the research shows that not only does your health improve and, they, and it statistically helps about 80% of the time actually cure you, <laughs> but that the studies, multiple studies now have shown that Reiki and basically prayer healing from a distance even works on people when the studies are completely tight and blinded. When the patients that got prayed for and healed died many, many decades ago when the prayers are healing people that the people praying for them did not know had already passed away. And when you can do the control groups and everybody's blinded to every step of the process all kinds of ways, and people way brighter than any of my professors are, can't find a problem in the data, prayer works. And so now there's a huge push to push us back in the dark age and censor data and make doctors talk like they're quacks who actually follow science. So here we are at the end times, folks, aren't we? Wake up. I think the judgments and the seals have been broken. <laughs> there you go. So spiritual health, that's just my opinion. Um, and I don't mean to go off on a tangent, because if you like what I'm saying about PTSD, but you didn't agree with anything I've said on spiritual so far, and yet you're still listening to me, thank you. Um, and I want to get to what happens 90% of the time in mental health care. And that is we're going to help you with your purpose. So what does that mean? What would it look like if you had good physical health, decent mental health, you know, your emotional health, you had some people you talked to and that was good, but you still just felt like life was a waste of time. And 
What's the purpose? What's the meaning? What am I doing here? What am I supposed to do? That is a spiritual problem by my definition because purpose, energy healing modalities, and faith, all three line up under that spiritual category. These are things I can't touch, but that they work. You know, you might say that they turn on the placebo effect. And there are books about the placebo effect. You should read into it. It's only the pharmaceutical industry and the corrupt lobbyists that now have taken over and hijacked all trust in medicine forever uh, for many people. Um, but the science itself, when you really look to it, shows that the placebo is itself turning on internal, even quantum energetic mechanisms that heal your body on a biofield, a fourth dimensional um, matrix of energy of it, that has energy and information. Everything that with energy has information and back, back and forth. So you may have heard of some of these principles and um, they were still the, you know, quantum entanglement was the one thing that Einstein said that he, he took to his grave that still puzzled him. He hadn't figured that one out. It wasn't long after that, that they were figuring that one out and putting it to use for bioweapons while keeping it in the public eye that this is stupid nonsense. So I, you can tell I just read up on it. So if you are interested, you can look up the Association for Comprehensive Energy Psychology, and I highly recommend uh, the Science of Energy Healing classes there. Bruce Lipton's in there, uh, Feinstein, Stapleton, uh, some others, uh, Gary Schwartz and Bob Schwartz both. All of these people are award-winning um, best-selling authors with their many of them with their own movements and websites and books way much content than I've ever even read I'm just telling you that they're, they're the real deal and there's no time to panic folks cancer can be cured in other mechanisms besides chemotherapy and it's time that we take our blinders off to big pharma right so look into these resources I'm gonna have a lot of documentaries there from beginner uh, to expert, if, you, if you're brand new and you think I'm a quack or you don't know what to show to your spouse maybe that thinks that I'm a quack, uh, then check out one of these documentaries. And, you know, it doesn't hurt at all to start them off real gentle with sex therapy for PTSD, which is a course that's now available on my Teachable account. Go to PTSDacademy.com. There's got to be something there on the website to get someone interested Okay, well, that's it for today. This has been episode 31 on surviving the end game. You have to take a responsibility in your life. That's sort of the original sin in my mind. People don't step into their life, own their shame, look people in the eye, and, and do the diligent work on a daily basis to build the things and invest in the things that you want, like healthy children, a good uh, garden, <laughs> you know, a fitness, physical fitness program, how you're going to benefit society, what's your life purpose and endearing legacy going to be. If you don't take responsibility for all for some of these things that you're capable of, no wonder you have anxiety, right? Because it's not anxiety at all. You don't want to die. It is only the energy that you need to accomplish your purpose, and you're sitting around totally lost and confused on what that energy is. And yet, Western medicine followed Freud and and um, Charles Darwin and says there's no spirit. You know, there's it doesn't really matter. Uh, just leave that out, give them cognitive, 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 and, and expose them to violence and trauma and negative messages that cause a resounding energetic vibration of disgust or maybe that nausea in the pit of the stomach or anger when you hear someone insult you. The stuff that really gets under your skin, that's a vibration that's designed to make 
to, to kill you by an enemy. You know, it's designed to make you feel defeated and quit and give up fighting. But did you know that with the practice of meditation, uh, you know, I'm going to make it so easy in PTSD Academy membership classes to get something that you could agree to, even if it's just martial arts. And you're like, Daniel, I don't like any of that energy stuff talk. Um, you know, like personally, I have a problem taking a Reiki class from someone that's not a Christian. You know, there's people that have backgrounds and hangups, and I get it. And it's open, open, and we shouldn't all believe the same, but we should all help each other, you know, achieve the best. And so I have resources that are secular, and not, most of them are, are uh, secular. Uh, but um, I teach some of these mechanisms myself. Like, uh, got a class for panic disorder. So you can check that out, too. All right, I'll catch you tomorrow on the next podcast. Take care, Dr. Dan, signing out. Later, yo.